Hello, this is Aaron Eckhart, and you are listening to Center Stage with Mark Gordon, the beautiful one and only Mark Gordon. Center Stage, Center Stage, Center, Center, Center Stage. Center Stage. Welcome to Center Stage. My name is Mark Gordon. Our Mothers, Nostras Madres, a new film by Cesar Diaz, follows Ernesto a young anthropologist who works for the Forensic Foundation. His job is to identify the remains of those buried in unmarked graves, killed during the Guatemalan genocide. From 1960 to 1996, over 200,000 people murdered and 45,000 disappeared. While Ernesto works diligently to identify the missing, he searches for clues to the whereabouts of his father, who disappeared during the war. As I talked with Cesar Diaz, he told me that Nostras Madres was a fictional film inspired by his journey growing up in Guatemala. Ernesto is, is a very, very close to me, a uh, young Guatemalan looking for his father, missing during the, during, during the war. But somehow, I, I, the thing is, I, I want to, to have the, the, the same strength and the same force that the women in the in the village actually but for me i'm, I'm very very close to, to, to ernesto's character and it, it was a, a problem during the writing process actually because when i was writing the script the other characters grow and then they have their own lives and then they have like a real obstacles and and, and, and problems and everything and ernesto got stuck many times without having a, a real life and uh, when I start seeing him and treating him like a real fiction character, he start to grow, but it took a little time to, to get there. It's a very, very powerful opening shot where you see Ernesto, he's actually assembling the bones of a body that's been recovered. I think that uh, comes from my own feeling because when you when you go to the to the real foundation and you start seeing how they build or rebuild the bodies at the beginning you see only bones you know going one after another but when you see the skull on the top of it human being just appeared and this feeling was so powerful. It is so powerful because there, there's some magical moment when the skull came. And, and I want you to share it with the, with the audience. I think the worst part of the genocide takes place in 82, between 80 and 82, because they learned that they will never, I mean, the, the dictatorship uh, knew that they won't be able to fight the gorillas in the jungle uh, because uh, they will they will lose and they start to killing uh, indigenous civilian population that supports the gorillas. That's the way that they won the war actually. And and, and also they uh, start doing the same the same thing thing in the in the cities in the urban areas, which was not really into the war at the time. I think the sad thing is the main reason that bring the war 
still here and still here now, actually. Poverty, racism, lack of, of opportunities. There was a lot of silence around this, wasn't there? Yes, and, and a lot of shame also. Trying to understand how the dictatorship in Argentina or in Chile was so well known all, all over the world. And the Guatemalan, Guatemalan one, which is, I mean, the number is higher. Nobody knows about it because the, you, you, you don't see the, the other or the other as, as a human being. And this is also the only explanation I have to try to understand all the things that the militaries or the, the soldiers did to the civilian indigenous population. Because if you imagine that the other one, it's a, it's a human, you cannot rape or kill or kill in the ways that they did. And then you have to see the other one as non-human. The Civil War lasted until 1996 and 200,000 people had died. 45,000 people disappeared. And um, in your film, the, the premise, um, it's Ernesto, is, he's an um, anthropologist, but he's working to uncover and uh, return the, the bodies or the bones, the remains of these people that have been buried in these mass graves. There's also this notion that he's looking for you to try to find his father, and he's not the only person in the country that's doing that. Uh, tell me about tell me about that living in Guatemala and going through that type of experience. I, I think it's very painful because all those people, or we are looking for for the missing persons until you get like a real confirmation or a real uh, evidence that that person is dead you will stick still looking for 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 him or, or her and i think you always have the hope to find alive of course and i think the the wonderful job that the the foundation that ernesto works are doing right now it's trying to bring peace to, to the to, to the victims and uh, telling them that the science is allow them to mourn their deaths also we're going to still having this kind of experience for uh, for generations until we bring justice to, to the victims was your father disappeared as well yes 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 he was was and I mean in in, in the, the, the there's a huge difference between Ernesto's uh, history and my my own personal history. My father was disappeared, uh, and then um, my 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 mother has to go to Mexico to exile, and then I years later I I, I went to, to Mexico with her, and without knowing. Uh, nothing about my my father actually. When you asked her, what would she tell you? That she was that that, that he was like a political political activist, and he was uh, kidnapped by the by the police or the, by the militaries. What happened when you started to uncover the story? I discovered the the story of the village. Doing a research for a documentary, actually, and. Um, and I started writing, I mean, this is, it was like the last piece 
for the script because I have this mother-son relationship obsession and then I discovered the, the, the work of the anthropologist and then I discovered the, the, the history of the women in the village. And after, when you go there and then uh, you start talking to them, they uh, uh, repeat the story to to you because for them there's important and for them it exists because there's they're telling you this is the only way that they imagine that the story could is still going on the three through the, through the generations and the, the, there's no almost no 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 emotion there and I remember telling myself how painful that must be that you have to repeat the story also because there are no books, there are no not 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 a real national recognition of genocide or the victims or uh, films or uh, monuments or national days and all the things that allowed us to to believe or allowed us to to commemorate this this kind of of events and i was very connected i was very moved by the by those women and i i decided that i want to show to shoot the film there and then i decided that they must be part of the film film in, in some way this is how i imagined this this silent scene in the film what most impressed you about the women at the village the strength the strength. The strength and the, the strength. I mean, the, after they have been through, I'm not sure that I will be so entire. And then, so, and then I will never have this strength to keep going. What was your intention in making this film? Just telling the, 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 the story, uh, my, my story, the, the, I mean, the story of, of Ernesto's and then the story of the country. I was just, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why exactly, but I have this this need to to tell the others and then to to bring the others to have this dialogue with a with a film about identity, about uh, about the genocide, about the story, about the the forgiveness, about the born, about everything that it's going on in Guatemala right now. When you were making the film, and also going back when you finally screened it, did it bring up any issues for you? I was relieved. <laughs> yeah. I think. In what way? It's something uh, because that's when you are carrying this story for a very long time, and after you you deliver, you film light, light. How do you say lightness? More light. Light, light lightness. More light, and actually. Uh, that also allowed me to imagine other kind of stories. Even if I am working around the same subject, I think that uh, I, I feel more peaceful and more light right now after, mm-hmm. after, after this movie. What were some of the challenges you faced while making Nostras Madres? But the first one was financing it. Because in Guatemala there's no film found or film law that allowed you to to do it and then the convincing the the film commission in belgium that this is a belgian movie 
that was the first challenge. And then shooting the film was another challenge, uh, not only because of the industry and then the, the fact that most of the equipment uh, coming from France and, and, and Belgium was uh, held by the customs until the very last days of shooting. And as an author, I was confronting myself about every scene, every word, every image, and every image. And then it was like a, a very powerful way to do introspection. That was a challenge. And also for the last one, just when you have like 40 people asking you every morning, what are you going to do? And sometimes you don't have this answer. It, this is also a challenge. <laughs> Explain that, because I think almost that notion of being truthful to the story is how, how do you deliver this story that is, is truthful, that you really represent the people that actually went through this experience? Actually, it's, it's, a, it's a mixed feeling because you, at the same time, you, you want to respect their pain and you want to respect their, uh, their, their story. At, at the same time, you know the needs of, of a movie, uh, the needs of the image, of the, the needs of the narration to tell the story. So it's a, it's a very complex feeling. And com confronting yourself, it's, it's also the fact that trying not to be so effectively sentimental, trying to see the audience as, as smart and intelligent and to allow them to feel and to allow them to, to, to think and allow them to have this, this dialogue with the, with, the, with the movie. This confrontation with myself was also about having this place for the audience to share it because at the end of the story, I think we, we do films to be watched and then you do, do the films also for the audience to share it with someone else. If you're doing the films only for you, I mean, there, that makes no sense to me. Well, now you started uh, your career, you did fiction and documentary uh, editing? Yes, just, just. Um, actually, I did it because when I get out from the film school as a, as a scriptwriter, uh, screenwriter, nobody in Belgium or France hired me. And then uh, I start doing uh, editing because this was the closest job linked to the, to the scriptwriting, actually. Sometimes you are shooting too much and then you will never use it in a in a in a, in, a, in the edit room and it did this never became a film so i learned how to i uh, think much more about the scene and about the the the, the objective of the characters and the obstacles of the characters and how to put it in scene what did you learn from making your first film? I think I, I, I learned to have the, 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 right, uh, the right distance to the characters. That distance that allowed you to go deeper in their feelings. It's strange because when you are so, so close to the characters, you are afraid to go deeper there because you are having the same feeling and it is hurting you. But when, when you have the, the, the right distance, you are able to go deeper in their characters without you know, hurting yourself. Now that I went through all this process, I have a different way to 
to build the characters and more effective, more more dense, and then more interesting. Different in what way? What would you do differently on the next film? I think I will concentrate in the relationship in the character because at some point during the, the process of Nuestras Madres, I lost myself a little bit in 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 the context or in the in the how to not make not making uh, too much politically or political or too, too much history and then and then uh, right now I I understand I understand that the only thing that makes a movie is the relationship between the characters and everything else comes later. Have you screened the film in Guatemala? No, it's a it's a real shame because. Uh, we're supposed to have like a huge event on the 19th of March, uh, and uh, with uh, in the National Theater with 2,000 people, and then the the national release, and then going to the village to show them to the to, to the women, and, and then everything was canceled of the because of the coronavirus. How are you holding up with COVID-19? Trying to imagine and hope that uh, as a humanity we learn something about it mm-hmm. and we will change something and then trying to rethink how the world will will be after after it and just being at home and trying to trying to to, to work this notion of rethinking and changing and learning it seems that's indicative of you as a filmmaker, the topics that you're choosing, how we can look at the past and perhaps change it. Does that resonate with you? Yeah, totally, totally. And how the past affects, affects the, the, the present and how to deal with the present, not in the past. Yeah, and that totally makes sense to me. Do you think it's a responsibility of a filmmaker to to do that i think it's our responsibility but many 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 of the filmmakers don't see it in that way even if they are doing it you know even if the purpose of it is not that doing their work they are doing it because somehow films also uh like a mirror of the of our society and a mirror of of ourselves somehow people saying i'm i'm not trying to be a, to do a political film and i think every, every, all the films are political because all the films are the point of view of someone the point of view of someone to the society and then somehow we can just relate to the characters and the history and then there's also a mirror there so i think every film is political also i like this notion that all things lead to a positive intention Bad things happen, but then as time passes, we realize, oh, this is the result of that, and it's, it's something that happens that's positive. What do you think the positive intention will be with the situation in Guatemala? Uh, that somehow we just trying to get some resilience not only as individuals, but also in a collective way. The problem is that we never talk about the war after the peace agreements get signed. 
it's like just only a signature of this event will erase everything and then everything it's like a new a new a new era then the history starts there and then this is this this is not true then i think the positive thing is that you, we can just uh, think think about how to get resilience right now and perhaps your film is going to be a catalyst for that I, I try to. I try. I mean, try. This is the reason I really want to show it here, and then this is the reason I really want to to share the experience with the people, and the people get the experience with other people, and then I, I really want to to the people that are not agree with me, and then that believe that the genocide didn't happen and everything. Just come to, to watch the film, and then just have a dialogue around it. We are not forced to be agree, but I think we need to talk about it. And this is the, the reason I really want to show the, the film here. Just a reminder, Nostras Madres is streaming on virtual cinema. For more information, log on to outsiderpictures.us. Until next time, this is Mark Gordon, and I'll see you center stage. Center stage, center stage, center, center, center stage. Hello, this is Homer Simpson. Whenever I want to know what's going on in the entertainment world, I listen to Center Stage with Mark Gordon.